0: Sports, politics, life. My Pillow presents Kevin Keatsman has issues. Use promo code KKHI at mypillow.com. The hype train is rolling down the tracks as we are well, we are moving fast towards Super Bowl 58 a week from Sunday in Las Vegas between the Chiefs and the 49ers seeing all kinds of crazy stories about travel packages, ticket sales, airlines changing all their flights, doubling the cost of everything. Yeah, Chiefs fans, if you're going to go, you better be ready to pay for it. It is going to be some deal in Las Vegas. I can't even imagine. This would be the one Super Bowl if you didn't have a ticket or you didn't want to pay the money for the ticket. This would be the one Super Bowl to go to, to just go to Vegas and absorb the crap show that is Las Vegas during Super Bowl weekend. This is this is going to be remarkable. There's going to be just tremendous entertainment options and Super Bowl parties and things to do. I got an email yesterday from BetMGM. I use their app to play games. I'm not endorsing them in any way here. It's just kind of where I've settled. Um, There's some other apps and different things out there. Because I'm one of their customers on the app, they send you emails of the promotions they have going on. Well, they have a sign-up right now for BetMGM users. I'm guessing they're targeting Kansas City and San Francisco. It's just a hunch. But I'm guessing they're targeting those places saying they're giving away free stays at MGM Grand and the big Super Bowl pre-party with Luke Combs concert. And then, of course, the watch party for the game. It does not include a ticket to the game, but it's like this big, massive promotion, and they're going to have, I don't know how many people are going to win these things. But it's just one thing after another. When you're thinking about this, a casino's Super Bowl party, a casino not really affiliated with the Super Bowl, their Super Bowl party is a Luke Combs concert. Uh, That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So there's going to be all kinds of crazy and wild entertainment things around this Super Bowl. Jessica's been knocking on my door a little bit. Hey, should we go out there? Should we go check it out? I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I I got some other stuff going on. There's the whole issue. If you go to Vegas, there's the whole issue of how does Kevin do the podcast the next day from Las Vegas? That's just a big thing for me because I'm going to guess that a lot of people are going to want to listen to this podcast the day after the Super Bowl. So, uh, that becomes an issue for us and always has been uh, being in this business. I am not in any way complaining, but I think she'd kind of like to go. I don't know. I'm not really I'm not really sure I see it. The Chiefs, meanwhile, here in Kansas City, are going to try to be oblivious to all of the hype, at least at this point. Many of the players on this team know to handle what they're going to have to handle beginning Sunday. But for right now, the Chiefs are off. I mean, they're closed. The coaches are out there grinding. They're installing the game plan. They're getting everything ready for the players to come back in. They'll go through regular game preparation. This is great. And Andy's always done this, I guess. And nobody really has coached in too many more of these things than Andy. He gives the players off. Rest your body. Gives them a very stern message when they leave. Don't screw up. All right? Don't, Don't leave now for two or three days and do something dumb. This is the moment of your life. Treat it as such. Take your days off get with your family, heal and rest your body, eat right, drink lots of water, stay healthy, stay in shape. If you want to lift a little bit, jog a little bit, knock yourself out, but rest up. Heal up, come into the facility if you need treatment, come see our training staff. But then come back in here Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They're going to have regular game preparation for the 49ers. So literally by the time the Chiefs are done Saturday and I don't I think they're flying Sunday. I could be wrong, but I think they fly to Vegas on Sunday. By the time they fly, the install for the Niners is complete. When you get to Vegas, there's so many distractions. There are so many things. There are um, media obligations, different parties, different events, award shows. It's crazy what happens the week of the Super Bowl. Coaches used to complain about this all the time. They don't anymore, and they really shouldn't. Get it in. You got two weeks. Get it installed first. They will install it. Then when they get to Vegas, everything then is just repetition. And they're very light workouts. They're not exactly walkthroughs, but they're very light workouts. Everything then is just repetition, refining the game plan. But remember, the Chiefs, I mean, just remarkably, we talked about this on the Patreon podcast yesterday. The the last play of the game to MBS in this game on Sunday was remarkable in many ways from Patrick Mahomes, you know, because of the, the things that he does. First of all, there was a meeting on Saturday night at the hotel. We talked about this, right? And they said, third along to win the game. What do we call him? I was like, let's play this. Then he had to talk Andy into it. Then Mahomes actually called the play. Then he actually executed the pass. Just absolutely remarkable stuff. So it's not always about the three big days of practice. Sometimes it's something as simple as the night before the game, going over a situation and saying, okay, what do we do right here? And all being on the same page. And that's what the Chiefs will do a lot of in Las Vegas, despite the fact the hype train will be going absolutely crazy. The Chiefs will be out with the defensive end, Charles Amenahue. He will not be playing. He's got the ACL injury. He's out. Joe Tooney, the left guard, likely out. Allegretti played great. Nobody missed Joe Tooney in this game. It just didn't happen. Isaiah Pacheco is now the leading rusher in the postseason. Little bit of a distorted statistic because the Chiefs got an extra game over the 49ers. 49ers had a bye the first week. Kadarius Toney is back practicing after a after just doing something I thought might get him cut. and But it, it might just make him inactive again. If he, I mean, Andy Reid's got to just be livid at Kadarius Toney, who goes on social media and goes on some sort of a rant about how he's not injured and doesn't understand why he's inactive and he's not playing and all these other things. And Andy was pressed on it. In his availability to the media on Monday and said, Look, it isn't something we made up. He's been dealing with an injury. He also had a baby and I think missed a practice for that. I look, I man, I'm telling you, there's some old school here. If you have a baby and you miss a day of practice because you had a baby, you may not and you're a marginal player, you ain't playing Sunday. You're not. And I these are complicated deals, but I've been covering sports long enough to know that you didn't miss time in season when you had a baby. You just didn't. Now, baseball players get like three or four days off. They fly home from the road. Oh, my wife's going into labor. They go home. They don't come back for several days. That's not the way it used to be. I'm not saying what's right or what's wrong. I'm just saying for older school guys like Andy Reid, missing practice time absolutely matters. It matters a lot. Now, if you're Patrick Mahomes, it's a different set of rules. And any coach that has Patrick Mahomes would understand that. You try not to make it too outward or brazen for the other players to see, but it's true, and here's why. The Chiefs opened this game as a two-and-a-half-point underdog. They're now one-point underdog. Patrick Mahomes has played three postseason games as an underdog. Three. Three in the postseason. He's 3-0. and oh. He's 3-0 and oh as an underdog in the postseason. Okay. That seems like a pretty good stat. I don't really recall it that way. I guess. I'm guessing the Chiefs were favored over Tampa in the Super Bowl. They must have been a one-point favorite or a pick'em against the Patriots when they lost the AFC's first AFC title game at Arrowhead. But I don't really remember it that way. Although I don't think the Chiefs were the one seed that year. I think maybe they were the two, or the Patriots the three, or something. Maybe the Chiefs were the one. I don't. I don't know. But I'm going with the stat. Everybody's saying it. He's three and zero in the postseason as an underdog. Which is this. This is exactly how good this is. Dan Marino, Brett Favre, Steve Young, and Jim Kelly combined have three postseason wins as underdogs. Combined, Hall of Famers, Dan Marino, Brett Favre, Steve Young, and Jim Kelly, all in the Hall of Fame, combined have three postseason wins as underdogs. That's not the best part of the stat. They also combined for 25 losses in the postseason as underdogs. I mean, there's some crazy Mahomes numbers out there. What's crazier than that? This man is 3-0 as an underdog in the postseason. Dan Marino, Brett Favre, Steve Young, and Jim Kelly are 3-25 in the postseason. Just ridiculous. Wow. Okay, we got a statistic in from something called Ad Week. There's a great media publication that, that monitors commercials, trends, different things in radio, television, podcasting, anything, mostly electronic, but some of it is print media. There isn't much print media anymore. There's website traffic, things of this nature. Every week, I'll get an email. It'll say the number one advertiser on radio in America this past week was Home Depot. Home Depot is almost always tops, right? And Lowe's is right behind them. You know the categories. It's McDonald's, it's Target, it's it's the big companies. So they show them week to week and whatever. So the, the numbers have come out for 2023. And in the National Football League, this Chiefs player was on 375 different commercials. Now, that's not 375 products. That's different edits of certain commercials. So when you see a an insurance commercial <laughs> and... And Jake from State Farm is on there, and a certain quarterback is on there. There's four or five or 10 different variations of those. Some are 30 seconds, some are 60, some are 15. So there's all kinds of variations. The number one most exposed NFL player this year, no drum roll necessary, right? It's going to be Patrick Mahomes, correct? That is incorrect. The number one most exposed with 300 and 75 different edited television commercials this season during NFL broadcasts was Travis Kelsey. Yeah, it came on strong late, didn't it? <laughs> yes, it did. And in a couple of them, he had to play a kicked to my homes, but he's there. He is number one in the NFL. You're talking about a team and potential distractions with the head coach, the quarterback, the tight end, all in all these commercials, all the things that are going on. All the, you know, disgruntled play during the season, the dropped passes, the upset quarterback, Travis Kelsey getting mad, Kadarius Toney lining up offsides, MVS dropping an easy pass to win a touchdown in a game. You're talking about a season that could have gone off the rails and one that is back beautifully. And I am not real big on sitting here patting myself on the back because it's too hard to just act like, oh, you're really good at this and you can predict things. I've had a lot of clarity on the Chiefs this year. This has been one of those seasons where there's a lot of clarity. I could just see what's going on and the problems they were making were so fixable if they just want to. There really only needed to be a desire to look down the line and see if you're lining up offsides. There had to be a desire to say, this ball in the air is the most important catch of my career. To think while it's in the air, if I don't catch this, I'll never work again. It really just takes a focus like that. It really does. And it takes also a great player like Patrick Mahomes to say, I'm part of the problem too. I can't stand here and give up a strip sack and a touchdown to the Raiders. I can't stand here and throw the worst pass I've ever seen him throw on the pick six, which is he threw it to a player he'd already thrown one to this year. on, On basically the same route, Mahomes was making terrible mistakes. He was not a focused player. We're watching a focused Patrick Mahomes now. You're seeing it play out in real time. You're watching how good this team can be. And I kept watching in September. I didn't really get nervous. October, man, my inbox was just filled with all of you. I mean, at this point, if I took every bet that every one of you offered up to me, I would be, it'd be over. I'd win them all. I would have won them all. Because I would have asked for odds for the Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl. And I'd be saying, well, why wouldn't they get the Super Bowl? Show me who's going to be better. Don't tell me Lamar Jackson or Tua Tagovailoa. Those guys aren't going to do it. All right, Burrow got hurt, out. That left Josh Allen. And I said when the playoffs started, my biggest fear is going to Buffalo. And the Chiefs were able to win. They were the better team. I felt like that game was a lot closer than the Baltimore game. The Chiefs just owned the Baltimore Ravens. I don't care how anybody. I don't care what the final score was. The Chief, that was a master class of how to win on the road in big time NFL playoff games. That was just unbelievably. That was, I've, I've spoken with a lot of Chiefs fans over the last 36 hours. They're like, Ooh, are you okay? That was a nail biter. I'm like, Nail biter? That was never a nail biter. The Chiefs never trailed. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we've seen Mahomes' postseason nail biters, we've seen him down 24 points. Every with well, the first time they beat the Niners in the Super Bowl, the Chiefs were down double digits in every single game in the playoffs and won the Super Bowl. That Ravens game? That was a masterclass on how to play football. It was brilliant. It was just spectacular from start to finish. There was no drama. It felt like it at the end, because here comes Lamar Jackson. Seven-point game. Oh. Ooh, not Lamar. God. So predictable. But the season itself was, I just had faith that at some point there would be some pride kick in with this team, that there would be a moment where they look in the mirror and they go, you know what? We're champions and this is complete and total BS. What we're doing here is unacceptable for what our brand is and what our name recognition is, who we are. And that happened. And maybe it took Christmas day. Maybe it took those turnovers and that loss to the Raiders. The Chiefs to just get, you know, sometimes you got to get slapped in the face. Sometimes you got to have a glass of cold water thrown on you. And that's what the Chiefs got. And they've just busted out. And so it's official. If I did take, there were three or four of you, I think I did take your bets. Go ahead and email me back because I don't remember them. I said, you're going to have to email me back. If I lose, I'll pay you whatever. One of them was going to be like a charitable donation of some sort. We were going to give money to charity. I'm ready for that one. Email me back, dude. Let's go. All of you, email me back because I won them all. Every single hater that got a hold of me during the season, bring it back. Let's go. H- hit me back up. You don't have to say I was right. You don't have to say anything nice. Just say, I owe you. Here, here here's, what, here's what we did. And let me know. I'm ready to collect on all of those now. Feeling pretty good about that. Feeling really good. All right. If you want to feel good for the big game a week from Sunday, bstock.net would love to hook you up. Get this. Yeah. Yeah free delivery for the big game, free delivery in the Kansas City area. I'm telling you this Samsung TU 7,085-inch TV is a beauty. Retail over $1,300, $899 at B-Stock. They've got an LG 65-inch LED LCD for $349. Mm. They've got a brand new LG 75-inch LCD smart TV, 699 These are unbelievable deals, folks, for the big game. They also have cool items like the Shark Ninja Woodfire Outdoor Grill, just $219 at bstock.net. They'll ship it anywhere. It's a three-in-one grill. The Shark Ninja Cream Eye Ice Cream Maker, brand new. 7-1 Touch Programs, just $169 at bstock.net. They'll ship that thing anywhere. Save money big at bstock.net, 14680 South Flaming Road in Olathe. Advantage Termite and Pest Control. The snow has melted and you're getting ready to have services at your house. They're gonna start treating your lawn, spraying for pests, all those things. No, we got another month really until we start seriously thinking about spring. But if you wanna make a change this year, now is the time to change to Advantage Termite and Pest Control and have them do your uh, lawn fertilization program. Advantage TPC will do all of that for you. Call 913-768-8989. They joke that when you call there. Uh, they say, yeah, Kevin said to call, uh, set me up with the program. Most of you just call and say, set me up with the program. I think it's like quarterly, it maybe four or five treatments a year for your pest control. It's very reasonable. The technicians at advantage are the, they're, they're the best of any technicians of anyone that comes to our house. That's true. They're just that good. So professional. It's such a clean operation. It's pet friendly. They know how you live and you don't see critters. There's just nothing better than that. Advantage Termite and Pest Control is AdvantageTPC.com. And maybe it's time for some new leather theater seating in your home or a new chair or new bar stools for the big game. Amini's has them in stock on the showroom floor right now, 105th and Metcalf. Yes, it's time to get something really cool and comfortable. Guys, it's the Super Bowl. You're not buying a ticket and going to Vegas. Splurge, get yourself a leather chair, man. Go get something really comfy and cool to sit in at your bar or in your man cave from Amini's. Online at amini's.com, 105th and Metcalf in Overland Park. They're also in St. Louis, Tulsa, and Oklahoma City. This is Amini's now with hot tubs and saunas. They'll show you the sauna right on the showroom floor as well. All right, we're not going to spend a lot more time on sports today because we're going to move on. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world that we got to address There's, we're going to be sports heavy the next couple of weeks obviously because the chiefs are in the super bowl but college basketball is back in action on this tuesday night uh kansas got oklahoma state k uh k state has oklahoma and ah, it's not do, do matchups here look the, the big story in these parts is kansas and will they become a good road team You could see a situation where if Kansas does not improve their road play, and that's not a big deal this week, it doesn't look like. But, you know, they they got some road tests sitting out there, some tough ones. If they don't improve as a road team, you could see Kansas losing a lot more games than they normally do and being something like a four seed in the NCAA tournament, which is not the end of the world, but it's very unusual for them. So there is a story in the making. We'll see. This is about the time of year where whenever KU in the past has struggled, they flip a switch. And they do what the chiefs have done and they start winning on the road and beating everybody. We'll see if they're capable of doing that. But the big news this week was a lot of you have heard this, that there's a a real disconnect between Jerome Tang at K-State and the president of the university regarding a player named Naquan, Naquan Tomlin, who now plays for Memphis, that essentially the president of the university kicked off the team earlier this year. He was said to be their best player, There's just been whining, a lot of whining around Kansas State this year. Like somehow they went to the Elite Eight last year and they're supposed to be some top five power and automatically an Elite Eight team. It just doesn't work that way. I said last year I would be willing to bet the Elite Eight is the best Jerome Tang ever does at K-State. I got all kinds of hate mail on that one. But I'll bet he had his best year in his first year with Bruce Weber's point guard. That's my guess. Anyway, he's not beating that this year. That's obvious. He doesn't have the team to make it the elite eight, unless he just gets up against a, somehow sneaks in the tournament and everybody forfeits. That's the only way I could see K-State getting the elite eight this year. So they want to blame the fact that Tomlin isn't playing, but Tomlin doesn't even start for Memphis. (laughs) Okay. Then they had a fifth year senior point guard transfer from Florida that didn't really want to keep him, but he's a good player and he got injured for the year and that's bad because they don't really have a point guard. So yes, they're missing two key pieces, but these are not Keontae Johnson and Marquise Noel from last year. Those are the pieces they're missing, the replacements, but they're not those two guys. So there's this bitterness around the program, and there's just been whining like crazy. Oh, the president's kicking my players out. He had no choice under Title IX. He had no choice but to kick that player out. I'm sorry he didn't. Yes, that player can play somewhere else, but after a complaint has been filed on your campus by a female student and you're investigating this thing, he was never going to be eligible The investigation was going to take longer than that. So release him, let him go play somewhere else, which he is. Okay, that happened. All right, so stop complaining about it. So somehow Kansas State won some tough games. They beat Baylor. They're making their way through all this turmoil, and now it's just kind of falling apart. They blew it down the stretch against Iowa State. They just got run off the floor at Houston on Saturday. So what does Jerome Tang do? After the Iowa State game, He basically gets in a fight with T.J. Ochelberger, the coach at Iowa State, and mad at him because apparently he thought Iowa State was cheating him by either filming or listening into his huddles or something. I don't know what, but he won't discuss it, of course. Tang won't discuss it. Then he loses to Houston by 1,000 points, was never in the game, and blames the officials, which I'm sick of, by the way. I had three or four people have already bitched to me this week about the officials in the Chiefs game Sunday. I'm just going to tell you right now. If if, I'm very nice to anybody that walks up, I love to talk to anybody and I'm so appreciative that you listen. If you bring up the officials, I'm turning my back and walking away. I don't want to hear about officials. I'm sick of it. It's lazy. It's dumb. No, I'm so tired of it. I don't care who your team is. I don't want to hear it. I just don't want to hear it. Chiefs are in the super bowl and you're blaming the refs. Unbelievable. So Jerome Tang pulls this stunt and I'm sure he got fined. And he has to do an apology to the conference to Brett Yormark, the commissioner. But in this apology, when he comes out and starts doing it, he has to apologize to everyone. Apparently, so he says, "I feel bad for Gene Taylor, my athletic director, because I've embarrassed the school. This was a dumb stunt." And then he has to apologize to the president of the university. We now have a coach who's telling people privately, "I'm leaving here. It's either me or the president." I like Jerome Tank thinks he's so big now. That he is such a stud that he's gonna say it's me or the president. Well, the president of the university is decided by the board of regents. These people are business people and politicians and whatever. Uh the basketball coach or the president of the university. Hmm. Let's see how this works in a power structure. Really? Okay, so he's playing that behind the scenes, threatening to go to places like Louisville or wherever. And I'll argue he can't go anywhere if he misses the tournament. No better job is going to hire him if he misses the tournament. I don't think. I could be wrong. That's at least debatable. But now he's sitting there apologizing to the university president that he's threatening to leave on, that it's me or you. Yeah, you man to man. I'm going to poke you in the chest. And he has to sit there and publicly apologize to his university president, basically for being an a-hole bitching about officiating, which he was. Jerome Tang's had a bad week. He's got Oklahoma tonight. Somehow he's a two-point favorite, okay? If they're going to save their season, there is no way to do that without beating Oklahoma. What I'm trying to tell you is, if it matters, if you're a Missouri fan, KU fan, whatever, you want to see something interesting, this game tonight is interesting. If K-State wins this game, they stay alive. I'm still not sure they're going to make it, but they stay alive. There's just not any math left if they don't win this one because they have to be that team that wins everything at home. They're 11-1 at home. they got to beat Oklahoma. I'm not sure I know why they're a two-point favorite, but they are. So keep your eye on that one tonight. All right, our news today is brought to you by Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet, GMC, and Excelsior Springs, the home of the lifetime warranty. They're also the best place to get your car serviced, whether it's routine maintenance like oil changes, tune-ups, whatever, or new tires. They have discounts on new tires every spring. Those sales will be coming soon. They also feature low interest rates and big discounts on every brand-new Chevrolet or GMC. If they don't have it, they'll find it. If they don't find it, they'll build it. It's actually easier to just have it built. And know that you're a few weeks out. Get your ducks in a row. Get all the financing, all the discounts when you order it from Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet GMC. Joslyn's Jewelry is in Overland Park at 95th and Antioch. They're online at Joslyn'sjewelry.com. I'm going to guess for most of us in this audience, Valentine's Day isn't the biggest holiday. But it is nice to pick her a little something up. A wonderful deal to go to Joslyn's. Maybe find a little bracelet or a necklace, maybe for a hundred bucks or less. Something that just sparkles a little bit. Says you can wear it with this, or something with a little heart pendant on it or an initial. You can find those gifts at Joslyn's Jewelry for Valentine's Day, and she's going to love that. Those gifts don't die like flowers, guys. They don't. Joslyn's Jewelry, the jewelry you recommend to your friends and family. Cross Kitchens KC is online at crosskitchenskc.com. They're Kansas City's remodeler. Schedule an appointment in your home to discuss with Tim Cross what's possible. And you may have three or four different things you want to do. And you may just start out by saying, okay, let's do these countertops here and see what that looks like. And maybe that scratches your itch. Maybe it's a complete remodel. I watched over at my buddy Tony's house on Sunday, the Chiefs game. He had a watch party and it was a massive, complete redo of the entire lower level, including new doors to the outside. He's putting on all new flooring. Everything on the walls, all the marble, the tile, the bar, the televisions, the audiovisual, the bathrooms, the shower tile, everything downstairs completely redone. And you should have heard the rave reviews. Everybody loved it. Couldn't believe how cool it was. CrossKitchensKC.com. Really cool stuff. All right, on to the news. And Joe Biden just continually has a problem on his hands, but I'm beginning to worry that he only has a problem on his hands with people like us. Is this getting through to the middle? Polling suggests it is. And I know Vivek Ramaswamy went on a podcast with Dana White from UFC, and they said they're both feeling the same thing, that America's changed, that they get it now, that they've been awakened, and this is going to be a landslide in November. I'm not there yet. It looks really good right now. I still need to see Biden on the ballot, because if I see Michelle on the ballot, we're losing just telling you. You hate me for saying it, but we're losing. So this Biden 2020 thing is, or 2024 thing is just so crazy because he's really absolutely wrong on everything. And it's funny because he just stands there and says Trump is wrong on everything, but that's actually a lie too. So everybody out there that doesn't follow it closely, you know, the reason the left wants fact checkers is they want Snopes to go out there and fact check lies and defend biden and lie about trump and all these other things it's it's pretty much always just the opposite of that and proof is in the pudding here joe biden had a bad start to the week i'm going to start with a clip from 2020 where he's doing an interview and you know now that we've lost three service members to proxies of iran and the stories are everywhere they're leaking that we're going to hit iran back although we're not saying how that could be today. That could be tomorrow. We're going to do so. So, we've essentially started a war now with Iran. This is what Joe Biden has done. We're out of Afghanistan. We have a war in Ukraine. We have a war in Israel. And now we're going to start a war with Iran. So, he got out of one and started three new ones. That's his record. That's what Democrats do. They're the war party. And I think Trump needs to say that. Biden's war party over and over and over. Biden's war party. Biden's war party. This is Joe Biden in 2020, just months before the election. Two things here. One, what he's going to say about Trump starting a war with Iran is going to shock you. But two, listen to how much better he is. How much more coherent Joe Biden was three and a half years ago compared to today. That's not great, but it's completely better than what he is today. This is remarkable in three and a half years time, how much better his speech was then than now. The world has changed because of what Trump has done and the American people, including independents and some Republicans know how bad he is, know how much he's misrepresented, know how he's getting close to getting us in a war. I said, as the walls close in on this man, I'm worried he's gonna get us to war in Iran. Unfortunately, I may have been right. The fact of the matter is there's a lot at stake in this election. All right, so there's Joe Biden fear to America, like he does, that Trump is the guy, the war, the war party guy. After after all this has happened, did you know that Trump has now been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize for the Abraham Accords Treaty? You can't find a more peaceful president than Donald Trump. We had nothing but peace and freedom until the COVID lockdowns from the Democrats. We're going to be attacking Iran. They have fired 165 different attacks on U.S. troops already, and we've done nothing. So we're in it. Because Biden's weak and everybody's taking their shot and he ain't Trump and our voters aren't smart and we better get this right in November or we're going to have more trouble on our hands. He was wrong about Trump. He's wrong on Iran. He said this week he'll fix the border if Congress gives him money. I want you to think about that for a second. Essentially, Joe Biden, your president, your commander in chief said, "I I will lock that border down. I will fix that border so fast if you give me this money for Ukraine. What? What? We got people dying. Drugs pouring in. This is just unbelievable that these people are so evil. They will make America unsafe and use it for leverage to get money for something that makes them money. And they make money off Ukraine and have for a long time. That's why they blame Donald Trump for this. He wasn't making any money in Russia or Ukraine other than his hotels. He wasn't in the government grifting, skimming, stealing. He wasn't doing that. But the Ukraine money has just been gold for the Democrats and guys like Lindsey Graham and Nikki Haley, people like that. They've all been making money off of it. They don't want it to stop. That's good money. Keep it coming. Bring it. Bring it. So Joe Biden literally said, I will fix the border and shut it down immediately if Congress does its job. What? What What is that? Who buys that? First of all, most Americans don't even know that or pay attention to that. But how bad are Republicans at swaying Americans' opinions and sentiments about things that we cannot get that out in front of them? that all we're going to let them do is talk about abortion between now and November and win elections because of abortion. That's going to happen. This election is going to be about abortion. It's not going to be about things like, we've got people dying and 30 million people in here that shouldn't be here. And Joe Biden says he'll stop it, but only if he gets money for Ukraine. That'll never get through to the American voters. We're not good at this. Republicans are not good at this. I'll fix the wall I'll fix the border if Congress gives me money. Absolutely insane. Is Alejandro Mayorkas in trouble? Maybe. Articles of impeachment are being drawn up. I mean, they got all kinds of problems here. They got problems at the border. They got problems with war. They have dead soldiers. They have KGP out there answering questions, saying, well, we have three folks that worked in the military, three folks that work for this administration that have perished. Three folks, she says about servicemen and women. Joy Reid is a host at MSNBC News. She's caught on a hot mic Monday night while Biden is talking about the border and a soundbite is playing. She's mocking him and what he's saying about the border. And says, oh, yeah, you'll do that, right? Well, you start another effing war. And it went out over the air. Her mic was open. Behind his back, they're mocking Joe Biden. The New York Times had a reporter yesterday at the White House asking KJP about Biden now saying he will close the border. If this passes through Congress, he'll close it. And the New York Times reporter said, well, if Trump was a xenophobe and a racist for saying that, why isn't Biden? And here's KJP, a gay black woman, (laughs) saying, oh, well, we'll be fair about it. That was her answer. Trump closing the border is xenophobic and racist. Biden closing the border, he'll be fair about it. What are we even talking about? You either close the border to anyone that comes in without proper paperwork, or you don't. There's no in-between. There's no drip. There is no drip. Our border, by law, needs to be closed. We have laws on the books that says people cannot walk in. You must have the proper documentation. And we have the right to patrol our own border where there is nobody to take documentation. You don't want to know what I do. I'd put the military there and I'd be firing cannons into the sky. I'd be shooting people. I'd have flamethrowers on the American side. Don't swim over here. Mm -mm. I'd have drones in the air and they'd be armed and you would see the arms. You know, sometimes accidents happen too. You just never know. Stay away from our border. That would be the easiest thing in the world to defend. And it really is the only function of our military is to protect our borders. You don't design a military to police the world. You really design it to protect your homeland. And we don't even try to do that. I'm telling you, he keeps trying to blame Trump. They all do. This country, I'll tell you what this country is not in a mood for Angry Joe Biden blaming someone else. I've said all along he has a chance to win this election. But his only chance is to lower interest rates and close the border. He can do both of those by November, folks. He can do both of those. He still has plenty of time to close the border and lower interest rates. And if he does that, we got problems. Even with Biden. We have problems because things will just look completely different with a closed border and lower interest rates. He can make that happen. And don't tell me that he can't call chairman Powell and lower interest rates. Cause he would, they're all in, they're all making money off that the deep state is the Democrats. They're all in it together. Jerome Powell, get right in there and lower those rates for me. All you gotta do is make the call. Come on, let's go. Let's start in February. Let's lower the rates. Because inflation would lag until after the election. You wouldn't really get to track inflation until later down the road. There's a time they know exactly what day it is where they can start lowering interest rates and any reports of inflation would be after the election. You watch. And closing the border is easy. You just put back in what Trump had. He's done that with Hamas. Trump had him as as official terrorist organization. Biden's done that now. He took it away. You know, everything Trump, he took away, right? He took that away. Well, now he put it back in. He had to, because they attacked Israel on October 7th. Do the same on the border. You're not. Nobody's going to hammer you for it. They're not going to mock you for putting Trump's policies back in. They're just going to give you credit for closing the border. They're still dangerous, folks. They, there's still time for them to be dangerous. How about this program in San Francisco? It's called GIFT. Now, there's an appropriately named deal. Mayor London Breed put this in a couple of years ago. GIFT is guaranteed income for trans. GIFT, G-I-F-T, guaranteed income for trans people. Huh, $1,200 a month if you're a man and you claim you're a woman and we'll pay you for 18 months because of, quote, (laughs) financial insecurities in the trans community. Well, what the hell is a financial insecurity? You're a weirdo that wants to change your sex and you're paying doctors to mutilate you? Yeah, you're probably broke. You're spending more time doing that than, oh, I don't know, working? You're a dude. And instead of going to work every day, you want to lop your penis off. That costs money. And it hurts. And you're probably going to need some recovery time. Oh, and your income level's down a little? No spit. Your income went down. I lopped off my penis. I'm at home recovering. I can't work. Financial insecurities for the trans community, of course. Of course, they're not going to be making much money while doing this. So they give them 1200 a month for 18 months. Judicial Watch has filed a lawsuit saying it's unconstitution via the California Constitution. I think they're right. It's going to go in a California court, so you'll probably lose, but they're probably right. Here's the crazy part. This is how distorted things get in the media. San Francisco is a city of what? 4 million, 5 million people? the bay area and we are inundated with trans news and you know all these swifties are going to vote with the trannies it's the same thing there's it's, it's all these social categories it's skin color it's gender it's sexual preference it's abortions that's the swifties and they're coming for us you heard it here first and now you're hearing everybody else say it how many trans dudes not just dudes i guess women going the other way too How many trans are receiving $1,200 a month in San Francisco? 55. 55? I think I would have guessed 550. I think I might have guessed 3,000. I might have guessed 5,000. And I'm the one who's always on here saying, we spend way too much time talking about the smallest percentages of Americans ever. And we do. And the trans community is like the smallest percentage of Americans. It's a really tiny community, but it has the backing of a really big community of a whole bunch of people that are one-issue voters. You vote uh, because you're a man that loves men. You vote because you're a woman that loves abortions. You vote because you're a trans. (laughs) Pick your social issue. You vote because you love the jab and COVID. (laughs) Pick it. They're all in one party. One Issue voters are all in one party. And so here are these folks. 55 of them have been receiving $1,200 a month. That's crazy. Speaking of crazy, a 33-year-old man in Thailand jumped off a 29-story building with his parachute, a base jumper, with a camera on his helmet. This is illegal in Thailand. And according to officials, authorities there, quote, user error was a problem and they had to clean his splattered body up off a sidewalk in the streets of Thailand. I don't understand base jumping. I certainly don't understand how you could make a mistake. Because this was illegal, okay, he was hurried. There's video of it. The video stops when he jumps off the roof, and then they just show the ambulance, the one I saw anyway, shows the ambulances at the bottom cleaning him up. You don't see him. But he's on there and he's talking. He's like, is the red light flashing? Is the camera rolling? Is everything good here? And he's kind of hurried because he's afraid somebody's going to catch him and arrest him and he wants to jump first. So he jumps and something went terribly wrong and he didn't make it. But in Dubai, did you know this? You know those really tall buildings in Dubai? They have the Dubai Tourism Bureau actually has a marketing campaign, Jump Dubai. They build platforms on their tallest buildings and you pay them money. You come over. You travel there, it's part of a package, whatever, and you do this. This platform extends off the building and it's way up there. It's like the tallest, one of the tallest buildings in the world. And you base jump off that. And sometimes like six people at once jump at the same time. It's a tourism thing. I don't know where I stand on this. Obviously, the illegal part is dangerous. Would it be safer if we had a place in America with a platform on a tall building and said, okay, this is the place where it's legal? Sign this waiver, but, you know, at least we're not going to make you feel hurried. We'll do all these checks. We won't do it at night. We'll do them during the day. There has to be certain weather conditions. Should we do that? Or do we care if people are so stupid that they jump off buildings and die accidentally? I really don't I, I really don't have the answer to that. I don't know. Uh, Mark Cuban is in the news this week. He loves him some DEI. Mark Cuban loves diversity, equity, and inclusion. He puts a tweet out there that says, I embrace it and I would never disqualify the best person based on DEI, but I use it every single time in, you know, deciding who and what and this and that. We're talking about gender here. We're talking about race, and that our diversity is our strength with the Dallas Mavericks as our company. So he's pandering to the NBA players, clearly pandering to the players, saying that he uses it as a guide. And and it's always a factor in his hiring decision. So he's basically saying, I want to go out of my way to try to hire a woman or person of color or sexual identity or sexual preference over what? What's that leave left? That leaves white men. That's it. That's all it leaves is white men. He basically says, I'm always looking to try to hire something other than a white dude. The chairman of the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, someone appointed by Obama, I'm sorry, Biden, Oh, Biden, I guess is the best way to say it. Andrea Lucas tweets back at him and says, sir, you have this all wrong. And she links the articles of the laws in the United States concerning equal employment opportunity and diversity, equity, and inclusion. And she sends back to him, you couldn't be more wrong, sir. You can't even be diversity, equity, and inclusion cannot even be, quote, a motivating factor, unquote, in the hiring process. You must be blind to these things in the hiring process. Wow. Let me ask you, has Mark Cuban just opened himself up to lawsuits? If I'm a white guy that finished second for a job with the Dallas Mavericks, I'm I'm fi- to a woman, a person of color, whatever, and I had a better resume and more experience, I'm filing a lawsuit stat against the Dallas Mavericks. That is powerful to have the head of the EEOC tell Mark Cuban he is wrong in his hiring practices on X. What we need, and nobody feels sorry for white guys, and I get it, I understand why, okay? That doesn't change the fact that white men are discriminated against in this country. It is true. It is absolutely true. And anytime a white man goes up against a person of color or a woman and all things else are equal for a job, the white man is not getting the job. There is reverse discrimination or discrimination against white men, however you want to say it. White, white dudes need not apply to the Dallas Mavericks, pretty clear. But what we got to do is we got to win a lawsuit. We need some lawsuits. So this would be, this is it. This is the time and place. Somebody who tried to go to work for the Dallas Mavericks, a white dude that didn't get the job, needs to sue the Dallas Mavericks based on this Twitter exchange. And go for it. Maybe that would get some people's attention and stop it. Our final final today is brought to you by Great Life Golf. Play more golf at Great Life Golf. I'm going to be going out on Thursday, it's supposed to be 62 and sunny. Here we go. I'm going to play Falcon Ridge. Great course. There's memberships available at Falcon Ridge for the first time in four years. They have memberships available this year at Falcon Ridge. Give them a call. 685 685- 3322 Ask for my buddy Jay over at Falcon Ridge. You want to join? It's not expensive. It is not hard to get in. And you can play all the golf you want. 913-685-3322 at falconridgegolf.com. Or Canyon Farms, where we play quite a bit. Prairie Highlands. Lots of great courses in the Kansas City area. Staley Farms is fantastic. Memberships available now. It's basically that join a gym. It's a monthly membership. Play all the golf you want all year for one monthly price. For more information, you can call the main Great Life corporate number, 913-802-4552. Some of the golf courses have swimming pools. Some of them have health clubs. It really fits your family's lifestyle, and everybody in your family gets to play. Pretty cool stuff. GreatLifeKC.com. TimeWise Media has 20 years of experience working with local businesses in Kansas City for TV and radio ads or digital edge Ah, uh, cutting-edge digital campaigns. TimeWise offers a full suite of marketing services under one roof. You can get a cohesive, effective strategy for your brand. We work with TimeWise at Crooked Tail Media, and they'd love to work with you as well. If you'd like just a little bit of a boost for your business, just a few more customers, TimeWise can help you. You can pay per click. You can do it through social media, keyword and site retargeting. Go to timewisemedia.com or call Chris Benson at nine one three. 702 2722. And my friends at the Blue Mount Hotel in Manhattan would love to see you this spring. Maybe you're going to go to Colbert Hills and play a little golf. Maybe you're headed to graduation ceremonies. Maybe you're going to a basketball game, the KUK State game, something like that. The Blue Mount Hotel is the place to stay. It's also your business headquarters. If you do business throughout the state of Kansas, why not schedule it at the Blue Mount Hotel? They have all the conference rooms, breakout rooms. Entertainment, restaurants, beverages, everything available for your group. They even have a rooftop patio this spring. that could be a wonderful place for a reception area. It is a gorgeous hotel in Manhattan, the Bluemont Hotel, online at blumonthotel.com. Our final today is a recurring final final. I think this is the first three-timer that we've ever had as our final final. And yes, it's Van Halen. Every time I talk about Van Halen, my inbox fills up. I'm not getting into this Sammy Hagar versus David Lee Roth thing. That's a non-winnable argument. Nobody's changing anybody's mind on that. It's like abortion. You either like David Lee Roth or you like Sammy Hagar. There's no changing your mind. So I'm not going to try. But David Lee Roth is in the news again. He does a podcast where he uses the F word a lot talking about Eddie Van Halen's son, Wolfgang, who played guitar for them on tour on their last tour and did for quite some time was with the band referred to him several times as, quote, this effing kid, and said the actual F word, talking about him, saying, well, just, I guess we're just never going to be friends. Now, David Lee Roth's got trouble with Sammy Hagar and others as well. He must be high maintenance, whatever. But Wolfgang Van Halen apparently complained nonstop that David Lee Roth doesn't pay enough attention to him on stage. You'll know, come over and play with him and make him part of the show or whatever. So it, it got outside the concerts and Wolfgang began asserting whatever power he has as being a family member and his dad being the guy that put the whole thing together and started, And David Lee Roth calls the women that he brings to concert dames. He said, I had these two dames and he called a security guy between songs over and had them kicked out of the audience and taken out of the building. They were the ones that I invited here. And he goes, he thought they were my hoes. Like, I would, like these are my girls. I was gonna have sex with them. They weren't. They were our accountants who had the paychecks for the entire road crew. 82 checks. I gave him good seats up front instead of backstage one night. And he saw them and knew him. They were with me. And he had them kicked out. The last show they played at the Hollywood Bowl, the last night. He had a woman kicked off side stage back with the VIPs because it was David Lee Roth's girl. And it was, she was there with him. I'm guessing she was pretty attractive. He says, it wasn't my girlfriend. She wasn't with me like that. She had 82 envelopes stuffed with cash cash bonuses for the entire crew to give them after the show and throw a party and Wolfgang kicked him out because he was trying to get back at me oh Van Halen we love the Van Halen stories go ahead send me your Van Halen emails but I'm not getting into any arguments over David Lee Roth versus Sammy Hagar I guess maybe in the end I don't care enough but a lot of you sure do Off stage brawling with Van Halen your final final At Kevin Keatsman Has Issues has been presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC and is produced by Crooked Tail Media. Please hit the like or follow button wherever you listen or give us a review. For premium content podcasts and weekly newsletter, join as a patron at KKHasIssues.com for as little as $5 a month. Support all our sponsors and other conservative businesses at the KKList.com. This has been a production of Cricket Tail Media Incorporated.